Welcome to the Words of Heart podcast. In this episode, we dive into a topic or story pertaining to mental health. This episode is accompanied with video and audio. However you choose to listen to this episode, sit back, relax, open your hearts and minds. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Welcome to another episode of the Words of Heart podcast. I'm your host, Dion Sanchez, and joining me in this particular episode is Chris Delaney. Thank you for joining me today, Chris. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. So, Chris, if you could start us off by sharing with my audience a bit about yourself, that would be great. Well, when I was at school, I used to see myself as a dyslexic loser because I was dyslexic. Uh, I couldn't read. I couldn't write. I also had a list. So I couldn't even talk. The three fundamentals of surviving life, listening, talking, and reading, uh, I couldn't do too well. So I left school thinking, I'm never going to be successful. I'm always going to be a dyslexic loser. And I ended up working in low-paid, low-skilled jobs. But when I was there, I always had this passion for helping people. I always wanted to make a difference in people's lives. So I used to volunteer with disabled groups, taking disabled adults out hiking and rock climbing. I used to volunteer with scout groups and youth groups. And I used to love uh, being able to help people. And that kind of got me interested in learning about making people more confident. Anyway, back at my low-paid, low-skilled job, I, I got a chance to do a thoughtless truck course. Do you know what a thoughtless truck is? No, I do not. So a thoughtless truck is the uh, the small trucks that take the pallets off uh, uh, HGV wagons for the warehousing. So like, I used to work in a warehouse, pack, picking and packing, and then I got a chance to learn how to drive this truck. So I'm on this course, and being dyslexic uh, often means you're very good at learning uh, hands-on. So I'm a kinesthetic learner. I like to learn by doing. So when I get on the truck, I'm just picking it up dead quick. I'm really confident driving through the chicane, lifting up the pallets, putting them down, reversing back out. I'm kind of like the king of that truck. Yeah, no one can beat me on that truck. I'm so good on that truck. But my colleagues, 
they're all like really nervous and really anxious. And every time they get onto the truck, they're shaking like a leaf. They nearly crash into the uh, back of the warehouse. They nearly drive all the instructor a couple of times. And the instructor says to me at one point in the course, Chris, you've got to pass this course. And he turns to my colleague and says, but you're going to fail. So he wasn't like a motivational speaker or anything. <laughs> it just made these anxious people even more nervous. So I went over to them and I whispered them a technique that I used to use with the disabled adults when they were scared of rock climbing. Just this dead simple visualization technique. Anyway, after 30 seconds, they get onto the truck, drive on a chicane, pick up a pallet, put it down, reverse back out, and they do it in a very confident way. And we all pass our course. A year later, I'm still in the same warehouse. Uh, and the guy who taught me to drive a faultless truck comes to see me and goes, Chris, do you remember who I am? I was like, yeah, you're the faultless truck guy, aren't you? He goes, no, no, no. I'm the managing director of the organization. I was like, oh. He goes, the reason I was there that day is because the faultless truck instructor was ill. So we, so I came down just to step into his place. And I always remember you whispering something to your nervous, anxious colleagues and getting to be really confident. And we talk about you in every one of our monthly team meetings. We call you the magic whisperer. I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. But why are you telling me all this? He said, I'm telling you this because we've got an opportunity to hire more staff. And we see something special in you. We can see someone who's less school with no qualifications, who's got a passion for helping people, who has then volunteered to get more skills, and you're the magic whisperer. So we're going to pay for your faultless truck instructor course. We're going to take you on. We're going to triple your pay. We're going to mentor you. We're going to support you. And, gave, and they basically gave me my lucky break. But I think what it all boils down to is two things. One, being passionate about something. So I was always passionate about wanting to help people. And then two, saying yes to those opportunities when they come and I said yes to that opportunity and that's what kick-started my professional career awesome so um growing obviously you um had a difficulty with your dyslexia um considering where you're at in your life right now do you still find it difficult or have you learned to accept it being it's a great question yeah it's a really good question though because i do find it difficult in terms of you know sometimes the way my mind works i'll see a word and i can't i just can't spell it or you know i spell really com common words I, I have to spell my middle name wrong all the time my middle name is neil and you spell it uh, n-i-e-l and I, I often spell it n-e-i-l um, i just get like things wrong all the time but i kind of i kind of like accepted it so i feel confident with myself but I also learned to pick up techniques to help me to spell better or to uh, read better. So as an example, one of the most common misspelled words uh, in, in the world is the word separate. So you either spell it S-E-P-A-R-A-T-E or S-E-P-A-R-T-E. So you, you spell it one of those two ways. And the way I remember spelling it is I imagine being on a plane and as I'm stood in this plane, 40,000 feet in the air, the doors open, I can feel the wind blowing into the plane, and I jump out of that plane, and as I'm falling and plummeting towards the earth, I can feel my stomach turning and turning and turning as the small cows are getting bigger and bigger. The more I plummet towards the earth, I think I'm going to die, but then I pull the parachute, and as the parachute opens up, I float down. And the reason I remember jumping out of a plane to spell separate is because you spell it S-E-P-A-R-A -A for para, as in parachute, T-E. So I always remember how to spell it because I imagine a parachute. So I've learned lots of techniques to help me overcome my uh, my disability. Awesome. So considering we're in the pandemic right now, um, and those with health-related challenges as far as dyslexia 
or ADHD. Um, I also have ADHD as well because I was born with it. So do you find um, people with those um, particular conditions struggling with this new normal? The, one, of the, one, of, one of the main reasons why people struggle is because we have these different disabilities. So we struggle with the disability. But right. then we also struggle because we feel like we're not one of the crowd. We're this person who's got the, the disability. And sometimes people label us with the disability or we label ourselves with that disability. I remember getting offered uh, loads of support when I was in high school with my dyslexia. Uh, and they kind of like only just realized what dyslexia was. Uh, and they offered me a dictaphone and they said, instead of having to write things down in the lesson, you can just talk into the dictaphone. And I remember thinking at the time, there's no way I'm going to do that because if I pull out a dictaphone and start talking into it in the middle of the class, oh my, oh, this, you know, all my colleagues in that class are going to like pick on me and bully me because they'll see this person with the dictaphone that, that they've been given by school. So I shied away from getting support uh, in my lessons because I didn't want to stand out. I didn't want people to go, who's that guy with the disability? Uh, and that's that's like a label I put on myself. In hindsight, I wish I took on some of that support because I think it would have helped me progress through my uh, my spelling and my reading. Right, and I can understand the whole being put with a label. Um, just to give you a little more further insight into who I am a bit, um, along with the ADHD, um, for the first two years of my life, I couldn't hear her talk. So obviously I'm talking now, so that didn't stick, but that, just I was automatically considered different from the second I was out, out, out onto this earth pretty much. So as far as fitting in and not thinking I'm a freak or weirdo um, was challenging. Um, and I did accept help from my perspective, but I also still had to work just as hard to prove I just I still have the right intelligence or the capacity for intelligence, just like everybody else even with extra help, like I, I'm still just as smart. So as far as overcoming and just trying to find your groove and accept who you are in spite of your difficulties or challenges, I completely understand that. And as far as the pandemic and connection with that, I feel um, just everyone in the world in general is truly struggling with that. Um, because people are used to some socialization or some interact, some one-on-one -on -one help. Um, people, at least um, myself included, and perhaps people who have disabilities may not be open to the digital way of learning. They just feel like a person is more accessible and helpful. A computer screen can go wrong at any given moment. So... <laughs> I can understand why people may be struggling with this different form of learning in all aspects of a student, so. I think as well, um, it wasn't that long ago where if you had a disability, it did make you kind of stand out in a negative way. So people were scared to say they had a disability in job interviews, as an example, and they didn't want to talk to the friends about being uh, really anxious or being stressful. And it's, it's definitely a lot more accepted since the pandemic. I think a lot more people have opened up about it and people share their stories and people in the media talk about their personal situations. I think it's Adele uh, recently talked didn't she, about how she gets really anxious and uh, really stressed. Uh, and I think, it, I think now people are talking about it more. People are more likely to uh, talk about their personal situation and accept help. 
And the help is really important because if you get that help from people who are trained, people who are specialists, people who are qualified, and it can give you that kind of nudge in the right direction or can give you that time to reflect or give you that uh, opportunity to kind of, you know, realize who you are uh, and what your strengths are, it really makes you feel more fulfilled. I think one of the things about having a disability when I was young, and you kind of mentioned this yourself, is you kind of just want to prove people wrong or you want to prove yourself wrong, don't you? Yeah. So like when I first did my low paid, low skill jobs, when I was packing boxes, I wanted to be the, the fastest packer in that warehouse. So like I was like, I'll pack more boxes than anyone else. I'll send out more pallets than, uh, than anyone else. And once I kind of got into my professional career, I was like, right, I couldn't read and write when I was really young, but now, now I can read and write. So what can I do with it? I'm going to write some books. So I went out there and wrote a book. And then one year I wanted to write a play. So I went and directed a play. And I just constantly challenge myself. And I think I'm always... You know, because I, I grew up thinking I was a loser, I was an idiot, I was different than everyone else. And now I was like, I'll just prove myself and nothing, no, no challenges now put me off. I'll just go for challenges all the time. And if I fail at the challenges, <laughs> I fail. But if I succeed, then I succeed with a smile. Awesome. So if you had to give yourself any advice to the kid back then who just automatically classified themselves as a loser, what would you say to him, to your younger self, if you will? It's such a hard question, that, because <laughs> I always believe you go through these difficulties in life and they kind of shape who you are now. So if I went back and said, you know, here's some great advice, I might change the path I was on and wouldn't be here talking to you today. So it's a really hard question. But I think what it, I think the advice that everyone should take away is that you are a lot better than you think you are. We always see... Uh, the negative things around us. We always think, you know, why is that person looking at me? Or, you know, I got the teacher said I got those marks wrong or whatever. We always pick up on the negatives. But in actual fact, people see great things in each in each other. We see, we see all these great things, but we don't tell each other, do we? So, like, I might meet you today and just think, oh, you're such a nice person, but I'm just not telling you that. Why do humans not tell each other all these great things? I, I delivered a, a, a course once for a group of teenage parents and it was all like really anxious, really nervous. There was, there was age between like 14 and 18, really young parents. And most of them, the, the fathers has kind of like gone out the picture. So it's just these single uh, lonely parents. Uh, and towards the end of this eight week course, the, one of the last activities I did is I sellotaped a piece of A4 paper to everyone's back. And they had to walk around the room listening to music. And when the music stopped, whoever they was near, they had to write on the A4 piece of paper something nice about that person. And we did it for like 20 minutes. And then at the end, you took your piece of paper off and you read like 20 nice things about yourself. And it's a really great experience. Everyone was crying. Everyone was hugging. It was Aww. amazing. That is such a nice gesture. So I'm going to get on to the icebreaker segment of my podcast, which is the best part, I feel. And I'll start with the icebreaker question. And that is, if you had to come up with a title or a chapter for where your life is at at this precise moment in time, what would it be? I climbed a hill, but there's, a, there's another bigger hill to climb. Awesome. And I'm a big fan of nature also. So I like how you utilize the hill and like climbing and climbing. I think there's a song out there called It Takes a Climb or something involving climbing. So I admire you. There's a bigger hill to climb and there always is a hill to climb. So I find it to be a beautiful title. The title or chapter for my life 
would be a warrior for change. Um, I've undergone a lot of health conditions and or issues in my life. I already shared a big fundamental tidbit of that. And I also became diabetic in the midst of this pandemic in 2020. So when it comes to hills and thunderstorms and just crazy bumps in the road, I'm fairly familiar with it. So I feel like a warrior for change really symbolizes and reflects who I am at this precise moment in time and where I will be moving forward. I think that's really nice. Warriors as well are just very uh, resilient people. When you see people who are warriors throughout history, one there's two things that they do all the time. One, they constantly train. So if there was a warrior with a sword, like hundreds and thousands of hours of practice to become like that expert at the thing that they go at. But it's so resilient as well, warriors, because they face challenges all the time that they have to overcome. And we overcome challenges by just being resilient. Things can get us down, but we just carry on. Absolutely. So on to the, let me make sure I have everything set, on to the icebreaker game, which is lots of fun. <laughs> so <laughs> basically how the game works is it's called song association. You don't have to be an avid singer. You could be a karaoke singer, a shower singer, a yodeler, although I don't understand how you could yodel any of these songs. To my <laughs> listeners, if you could yodel any of, the, any of these words in this game, let me know. However, this is how it works. I give you a word and you can either sing it, rap it, yodel it, and it can either be in the song title or in the lyrics. However, it has to be an actual song Many people have tried to change up this game and it can't be the name of an artist either, like Faith Hill or Popcorn Franklin. It has to be an actual song. However, you don't have the luxury of time. Time <laughs> is a tricky factor in this case because you have 15 seconds from the time I give you the word to either sing it, rap it. It can either be in the lyrics or in the title. So, if you are ready for it, yeah. We'll so, so it's got so it's got to be a real song, though. I can't just make a song up. It's got to be an actual song. Yeah, it has to be an actual song. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not too hard. It, trust me, I picked really simple words. <laughs> so the first word is heart. Heart. Mm -hmm. Heartbeat. Heart. Oh, I forgot the lyrics. Heartbeat. Where your feet go. I can't remember the lyrics. Oh, sorry. There's a heartbeat song, though. <laughs> well, you did do it before the time went off. <laughs> and I'm going to trust you because I'm pretty certain there is a song with heartbeat in it. So I'm going to give you that. <laughs> I, I just feel so for you. Listen to something to hear my singing. It's terrible. <laughs> well, this is just for fun. And it's, it's so... The next word is words. Words. Mm -hmm. um, there's a really famous song uh, by an Irish band called Words as well. I can't think what it's called. Oh, I missed the timer. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you missed the timer on that one. Um, <laughs> Well, there is an American song. I, I may it may have been translated to another um country, but I'm not entirely sure. It's called the band more actually the song is called More Than Words, 
by the band Extreme. Um, many past guests have given <laughs> that answer. So um, you could have went with that one, but <laughs> no worries. So the last word, I changed it literally a few minutes ago. <laughs> so, but it's a really, it, this word involves a really known song, which I feel like you might be able to know, but no hard feelings if you know. <laughs> um, so the last word is belief. Belief. Mm-hmm. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. I think about you every night and day. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. It totally not. That is a song. That wasn't the song I was thinking of when I put down the word. But that was awesome. <sighs> See, thank you for enjoying and indulging my fun little game. It was a hoot and just thank you. Um, and we can keep singing believing in birds all day long and climbing hills. However, <laughs> we're at the end of this awesome conversation. Um, before we hop off here, do you have any links or how my audience can get in touch with you? Um, give us the inside scoop if you might. Yeah, Chris. so my uh, website is Christopher hyphen delaney.com because uh, i help people with phobias and anxiety and fears and i've also got a website where i help people with uh, job interviews which is employmentking.co.uk so employmentking.co.uk or christopher hyphen delaney.com awesome thank you so much for joining me today chris this was a real pleasure and also giggles because my game <laughs> um i just admire you so much in accepting who you are and seeing the goodness and it I just hope that other people through this episode can understand that they are way beyond who they think they are labeled they're just an awesome incredible human being so yeah such a nice way to end everyone everyone is an awesome incredible human being a really nice way to end the show Awesome. So to all my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of the Words of Heart podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, if you want to know how to listen to it, here are the following ways to do that. You can find us on Facebook at the Words of Heart podcast. We're also on YouTube under the same name and wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, and Google. Don't hesitate to subscribe or leave a review or rating, whichever you choose to do so, as long as I amplify this message even more and that helps with your support. And if you want to get in touch with me on anything, I'm on Instagram at heartword25 and heartword24. So stay healthy, stay safe. If you are listening to it from the moon, let me know. I still want intergalactic broadcasts to happen and it will just be awesome for this to reach other galaxies. But until then, here from all of us here on Earth, I am your host, Leon Sanchez. Thank you again for joining me, Chris Delaney. So again, stay healthy, stay safe, and until next time. Bye.